Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T R Y L I F E M D.com. Hello, and welcome to Financials Podcast Future Edge. I'm your host, Barbara Ginty, and I am also, as you all now know, a CFP, which stands for a Certified Financial Planner. At some point, I probably won't need to say that anymore, but for the time being, CFP. And I have with my, me today my guest, Gracie. Hi, Gracie. Hey, Barbara. How are you? Great. Um, so can you tell us about your the na- your name, how you got your name? Yes, of course. So um, Grace and Frankie is such a wonderful show and such, I mean, two amazing characters. So I couldn't really decide between like which one, uh, but I was on a, I was kind of binging um, the series whenever I was like listening to your podcast and you did that invite out like during December. So it was totally like, I was just in a Grace and Frankie mood. So I knew I had to be like Frankie or Grace, but I'm, I mean, you can't. Well, I'm glad that you're going to tell both of them because I really like both. They're of them. wonderful. <laughs> so if you, for our listeners who haven't listened, if you need something to binge watch, it's a great show. Amazing. Amazing. Two thumbs up. Highly recommend. Yeah, highly recommend it. And I have a person in my life who reminds me very much of, I thought that she was Frankie, who was quite offended. I thought Frankie was like, her hair dyed like a very bold color and she wears a lot of bold prints. And I like really thought she was Frankie. And when I said Frankie, she was like a bit offended. It was like, I am definitely a Grace. And I was like, no, 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 you will be Grace. No, you are not. She's just this woman who's living her best life, and I like just want to be her when I'm her age. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> See through tops at 85, please. Yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> so tell us a little bit um, about yourself, Gracie. Where are you from? How old are you? What's your status? What do you do for work? All the so I am. Um, I'm twenty. I'm twenty eight years old, and I'm about to be twenty nine. I live in Nashville, Tennessee. I'm an executive assistant. Um, I'm married with two dogs, so no no children. Um, just really really obnoxious children, which is why I'm like sitting in my car to record this episode. Um, no, I am. Not. Well, we haven't been to the dog park this morning. And if I was inside, my husband works for the fire department. And so he's asleep. He just like got off of a night shift. So he's asleep. And if I'm inside, then they're going to be like yelling at me to like go to the dog park or like take them on a walk, which I cannot blame them because it's raining in Nashville for the past week. So I am in my car. <laughs> a quiet space to record <laughs> yeah you're the first person on the show that the quiet space that you know of Barbara that you know of that I know of yeah no one no one assault me no one assault me closets are like very common but I appreciate it because you know we are trying to improve oh my gosh amen I love that continuous improvement um so yeah so I I work for um I work as, as an executive assistant for uh, for the government, and um, my husband is on the Metro, so he works for Metro government, so we're two public servants. Um, awesome. Yeah. So then, do, so you both get pensions then? He has a pension, um, and then I have a, a deferred, it's a deferred compensation, so it's a pension mixed with a 401k, so it's a little less it's less like the traditional pension, but it still has the same components of it. So they, so they, do they contribute? Um, Cause typically deferred comp also known as a full 57 is yeah, essentially a 401k for a government employee, but are they contributing to it for you? Or is there a feature where they're going to give you a fixed payment at retirement or is it just that you have to contribute? So they do. So they are contributing um, or I'm sorry. So I'm contributing to, to the deferred compensation plan. And then what, what I'm contributing, they're putting into my um, 401k. So on their side. So it's almost, I mean, it's kind of like I'm just adding another payment into my 401k. Um, But the deferred compensation uh, plan, it's for every year of service, you get that percentage of your like highest five years of earning. And then your husband's is a traditional pension. And then he has a deferred comp. He doesn't have a deferred comp. He just has the traditional pension. Okay, so he doesn't have any retirement savings option. Oh, could you like a four fifty seven, Barbara? Yeah, (laughs) 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 okay, perfect. So he is the option for a four fifty seven. Okay, for all the listeners, these are four fifty seven is just the code for where it's found um, in the Internal Revenue Code. So it would be under Section four fifty seven, and it just says it's a government retirement plan. so it just depends on what sector of um, business you're in. So government is 457 and, you know, typically public companies or smaller companies are um, 401ks. Cool. So wait, how much are you making as uh, an executive assistant? I make 62000 Okay, great. And then what does your, uh, your husband make? He makes 52000 He's a firefighter. I have to ask, how do you like living in Nashville? That was like always a, like on the list. Oh, it's such a great city. It's an awesome city. He grew up here and I um, relocated like eight years ago now. And it's just, it's, it's wonderful. You should come for a visit, like come for a visit, Barbara, and we can go to the dog park or something. <laughs> that sounds amazing. <laughs> it seems like a really fun city to live in. I went there once for a work conference and I think 
typically when I travel for work, I'm like in and out. So I spend more time usually in the airport or in a conference room than I like mm-hmm. do in the city. And I remember being like, oh, oh, this is a place I really want to come back to. Even though like I really didn't leave the hotel nor really leave the airport, it felt like it would be really fun if I were able to. Yes, it's there's always stuff to do, and there's always yeah, it's a it's a great and it, and it's like a small it's a small town in a big city, so it, it's just got a great. It's got a great feeling, but you're in, yeah, I get it. Never mind. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great city. (laughs) New York and Salt Lake City. So another smaller city, Salt Lake would be, I guess. But yeah, I've I've been bopping around lately, but Nashville was like always on my list and then just never happened. Bop back, Barbara. Bop back over here. (laughs) (laughs) So do you and your um, husband own a home? Are you renting? We own. You own. Okay, fantastic. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so then, yes, yeah, so let's go over some of your financials. So you're making 62, he's making um, 52, uh, mm-hmm. and then you own your own home. So what is your mortgage? So our mortgage um, right now, so we put, we were able to put down a pretty big down payment, um, and we have a, we put a 20, not pretty big, but we put 20% down. Um, so what we owe on the house right now is $160,383.44. That's great. Fantastic. Yeah, twenty percent down is usually like the biggest hurdle with getting with buying a property is having the money for the down payment and then you know closing costs, which vary by state. Um, but that's yeah. really fantastic because then you didn't have to pay any PMI, which is primary mortgage. Insurance. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Once we started looking at that, we were so grossed out. By it. We were yeah. <laughs> so essentially, what happens is if you don't put twenty percent down, then they charge you an insurance. You have to pay insurance on your mortgage. And so Barbara, this was the crazy part because I'm I'm kind of a fanatic and I was like calling around to different banks to try to figure out like what the best rate would be. And if we didn't have 20% down, um, then the banks were the like in all of the banks that I called, like and I know that this isn't like everyone has different, you know, credit scores and all of that stuff, but all of the banks were going to charge us PMI until 70% of the principal balance of the loan was paid off. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't even yeah. like until you get to 20% and then now you're not paying PMI anymore. It was like until 70%. Yeah, it's usually, and it, yeah, it's not usually till you get to the 20% number, which is ironic, right? Because the whole reason that you're charging it to you is because you're, you were unable to put 20% down. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it can be on the mortgage for quite some time oh. and it, it just depends how long they're going to keep it on there. But I haven't heard of it coming off once you hit the 20%. Oh, really? Okay. So that's normal. I was just like, okay, I'm, I was horrified. <laughs> I was so mortified by that. Yeah. I thought that that was like surely a Tennessee thing, and it's definitely not. Obviously, no, I do not think it is a Tennessee thing. I can confirm, but typically PMI they want to have on there for a longer period of time. Which, if you're going to go home buying, and I think we're actually going to do um, a home buying one, um, Alex and I, who's oh, awesome. one of the producers of the show, because yeah. we both just bought houses, oh, awesome. um, and we were going to just chat about how much it costs to furnish a house mm. because who knew? Literally. Okay. So then this is, so we bought a, we bought like a, we bought an, a, like an old ranch style home and um, it's on an acre. It's we, I mean, we love the area that we're in and it was, I mean, it was built back in like the 19, um, 1959. So it, it, there was okay. a lot of work needed to be done on it. Um, and so we've been doing work on it. We've been like, slowly but surely like kind of going through the to-do list for the past we bought it in 2017 um so for the past few years and then uh I just heard about refinancing like in order to get cash out 
So that's what I just, yeah, I've been talking with USAA about it um, and got a quote from them on it just because it, it's been, yeah, we, it, yeah. Who, was your husband former military? No, 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 my, my grandpa was. Your grandpa yeah. was, okay. Because, um, yeah, USAA usually have to be a military or some connection to military. Um, so what is your, what was your mortgage rate when you bought it? So mortgage rate is 4.375. Okay. And then what were they giving you for the quotes for refinance? Uh, 3.75. So they gave me two numbers. They gave me 3.75, okay. but then yearly it's, it comes out to like 3.88. Is that? Okay. Yeah. I don't understand that. That's great. <laughs> um, like once they amortize it, what you're actually paying is 3.88. And then, but then you're going to be resetting your mortgage, right? Because you're going to go back to 30, yes. You go back to thirty. Yeah, and we did a thirty-year fixed, so we were going to go down to a twenty-year fixed at three point. I don't like. Do you go by the three point seven five, or do you go by like the yearly amortized? Yes. Yeah, three point seven five. Okay, so then we were going to go to the three point seven five at a twenty-year fixed instead oh. of we're at like a thirty-year. Because a twenty-year is a much cleaner mortgage. Oh my, Barbara, and I was looking at like the amortization schedule and the principal payments and our interest payments are almost like equaling out whenever we start that mortgage. So it would be really, uh, yeah, I just like, I like how much money it's going towards principal. So yeah, so 30 year mortgages are great options because especially when you're doing 20% down and then it gives you that wiggle room, you know, Mm -hmm. if you you have the lowest payment option, obviously Mm -hmm. with that. 30 year and you can always make a principal payment and pay more if you need to. So I really don't mind the 30 year option, but if you can afford the 20 year, it'll definitely save you money. Yeah. I think that we, I think that we, we, we can, I think that we can. Okay. And then with that, when, when you refinance and you do the 3.75 and the 20 year, what will your monthly payment be? Um, What will go from our monthly payment? So our monthly payment right now, principal and interest is um, 800 and like eight hundred and thirty dollars principal and interest, but our principal okay. and interest would be um one thousand and eighty three dollars with a twenty year refinance. Okay, and then you can so let's go over kind of your budget. So how like can you afford that increase because it's a bit more than it's like two hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, more. we can. We could. Yeah, we definitely could. Okay. But you wouldn't be taking any money out, would we you? We would be taking out $20,000 to finish, like, the outside of our house. Um, so that's actually not a bad idea because you're going to lower your interest rate. You're going to lower your mortgage, your, the time mm-hmm. to pay, which and it doesn't mean it's done earlier than 20 years. And then you're still going to be able to pull out 20000 to finish the home renovations. So you would you think just, like, looking at it from, like, an above scale that that would be, that would be a smart move? Do you Wait, think that, that, that would again? be a smart move just with the numbers? Yeah, with the numbers, definitely. If you can swing the, I if you were saying you were going to still be doing a thirty year fix and then pulling out the twenty thousand, yeah, I wouldn't be as thrilled about it. Yeah. So and we we want to pay off. So we want to pay off the house as fast as possible. Um, but at the same time, we're not contributing. I have like a a Roth four one or I have a Roth IRA. Okay. Um, and we, like Dan, we haven't set one up for my husband yet, but we'd like to at some point in time in the near future. Um, and so we would like to begin investing and really like pushing money. Detroit, like I, I love pension funds and I love, um, I love what they've been for our country in the past years. But like my husband's dad 
his dad's pension fund was completely annihilated. Where did his dad work? Where did your husband work? His dad worked for a trucking company. And he didn't get his pension? He, he is able to receive 25% of it now. Um, and it may go away depending on how like Congress and, and the house, um, work it. It may just be completely like, uh, dissipate it or how do you say it's like, just, it, it may just like completely go away, um, by like 2025. Cause typically most pensions are guaranteed by the, um, the Pension Benefit Guarantee Corporation. So he should usually, I mean, my understanding of it, but that's possible that they're not able to honor all obligations, but that you would get a portion of it. But oh my gosh, so he was planning on getting a full pension. And he was then planning on getting a full pension. And then he stayed with the company um, it, for like another five years. And during that five years, they, there was a buyout of the company. They went bankrupt. Yeah, the the CEO of the company got like a like a a couple million dollar bonus that year, and it, wow. it's just yeah. So I'm I'm like worried about not necessarily like I'm I'm just aware that like things are not always guaranteed. So as much as like we we definitely want to like trust the city of Nashville, like the city of Detroit went bankrupt at one point in time. Like I don't know what happened to their pension funds, but it just it makes me nervous. So we would like to start investing. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that, you know, pensions back in the day work really, really well. I think, you know, one of the issues also is life expectancy is a lot longer. Mm, amen. Like, yeah, totally. Which is awesome. Like, I hope to live to be on Yeah. Yeah. We can hang out. We'll be hungry. We can determine who's going to be And see through tops, Barbara. And see through tops. Now I'm going to say it wrong. I'm going to call it Gracie. We can determine who's going to be Grace and who's going to be Frank. Yes. Hey, I'm open to either one, Barbara. I'm open to either one. You know, women live longer. Women live longer. So we'll probably just be a bunch of single ladies. (laughs) Um, But like when my my grandfather is an immigrant, so he came over and, you know, got a truck. uh, He was a truck driver in uh, the city delivering uh, beer. And the concern back then, according to my father, because I wasn't alive, was that when you retired, you got like your watch and your turkey and then you died. Like people were like, oh, wow. retire because people didn't live long. So oh, wow. it was like almost kind of thought of like, once you retire, you, you don't have long to live. My dad'd be like, yeah, they'd always be like, oh, yeah, Jimmy retired. Now he's dead. Oh, um, wow. So I think like life expectancy is, an- you know, another factor besides the pension you know, concern if it's not there or if they're not going to pay the whole amount, but also wanting to have enough money to live out your entire retirement, which like when my, obviously my grandfather and my father, like the life ex- life expectancy or how long you had to plan for retirement was dramatically different than it is today, right? You could be retired 30 years, which is a long time. Yeah. Like a yeah. Really long time. Yeah, so it is. And like, you want to do you, what is, I think there is, I, I don't want to run out. We don't want to run out when we're like 80 years old. Right. Cause 80 is like, like not the idea, like the ideal time to run out of money. Cause it's not like you're like, oh, no. I'd really love to go get a job now. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, you know, like, I'm, you know, I just don't think it's like, I always say that to people. Cause they're like, well, do you think like we'll have enough or like people who want to retire? We have a lot of people who are like, oh, I really want to retire now. I can't do it like much longer. I can't work much longer. I'm like, you're better off working two more years, like 65 to 67 or even working till 70 and like getting to 86 and feeling great and not having enough money. Because at 86, you don't, if you don't want to work now, you are certainly not going to want to work at 86 or whatever age is. So no, I, I think it's yeah. really prudent to hope the pension yeah. is there and you're, you know, working government jobs. But I think it's smart to 
you know, owning a home is a great investment. Uh, usually is usually a good investment. Um, usually, I can't say like always a great investment because I'm not allowed to say that, but usually a good investment. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Then you have an asset and you're not putting money towards rent. You're like building equity. Um, yeah. But I do think it, it's important to also save money yourselves for retirement. Yeah. Well. Absolutely. Okay. So let's talk about that. So if you do the refi, let's like run the budget with what it's going to be if you do the refinance of the house. So if you do the refinance and you get the 20000 out, which you're going to use to uh, okay. do the rest of the renovations, can you run me through your budget and then also like what you have in terms of emergency fund, savings, debt, all that? We have an emergency fund of $10,100. It's in a money market. Do you say 10100 Yes, ma'am. Okay. Mm-hmm. Perfect. That's great. And then in my husband's 457 Okay. He's got like $1,300 in that. Okay. In my 401k, um, there's 23000 Great. And in my Roth IRA, there's 600 600 okay. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay, and then now you maybe will start one for your husband. That's like a plan so that he has one too. Yep. Yes, and we really need to have one. Okay. Um, and then we have, we have credit card debt, but we okay. pay it off every – we pay off the principal like every single um, month. So we're never incurring interest, but we are like since Christmas, I have not been able to get it down below like, like a thousand dollars. So right now we're at, um, we're at like 2000. So my husband's income, um, every, he gets paid on, um, the seventh and the 22nd. Uh, and like depending on overtime and all of that stuff, um, he kind of like roughly brings, brings in like uh, 5,700 a month. Okay. And then I roughly bring in, uh, 6,300 a month. And then you bring in six. Uh, there's no way that's right. Yeah. I was just saying, I'm so sorry, Barbara. That's a lie. I just totally did the math wrong. So he brings like, in, those numbers he brings in 28. Yeah. Those numbers sound amazing. <laughs> a little high. Oh my gosh. They're so high. Okay. So he brings in 28.50 a month. Okay. That sounds better. Yeah, and then I bring in thirty one fifty a month. I was gonna be like, is there a side business that I don't know about? You like? Oh my gosh, no! I wrote all these numbers down last night, and now I'm like, oh, I obviously didn't double them. Like, no, girl, stop doubling things. Like, you're not. You're not okay. okay. Um. So twenty eight fifty a month, and you're how much? Three thousand. Three uh, and three thousand one hundred fifty. Okay, a month. Okay, perfect. So then. Uh, let's just see here. So then a month you're bringing in 6,000. That sounds about, yeah. yeah Cause like yeah. you pay taxes and everything. Okay. So then, yeah, if you, and so the only debt you have is the 2000 on the credit card. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. And this is after what you're putting into the 457 and the 401k, these numbers, yes. right? And yes. then health insurance. Okay. So this is what's going into the bank account monthly. Yeah. Now do you have cars? We do. We yes, we do. We um we've like acquired them in in different ways, so we are not paying any kind of like payments on any of them. Perfect. Okay, great. So then, what do you have down as like your budget, like for what necessary spending you have? Because I imagine groceries, food, gas. Yes. So um, on our mortgage, our mortgage and our escrow payment a month is uh, eleven thirty four. Okay, and that's your escrow with the current, that's your monthly payment currently with yes. the 30. Okay, because you're escrowing your insurance and your taxes. Yeah. Got it, okay. And then um, gym is like $40 a month. Okay. Cell phone is 135 
Okay. Car insurance is two sixteen. Okay. Our utilities run around like two seventy five a month. Okay. Dog food is um one fifty a month. Okay. Like Spotify fourteen, like Disney Plus seven ninety nine, all that stuff. And then I was pulling up. Um, we we go through. We put all of our transactions on uh cha- like our credit card to get like stuff okay. points and stuff. So um for January, what we like our kind of like spending summary is so we spent around like six hundred and fifty dollars like uh, on like entertainment like food out for uh four hundred and seventy five on groceries. Um, I'm going back to school to get my MBA, so I paid tuition, uh, but that's like a one time like once a year or no, it's like a three time a year thing. So uh, I don't know if you want to factor that in or not. Yeah, and then how long are you going to be, how long will that go for? Like how many more payments? It's going to go for a lot of years. So the state, the state pays for a class a semester. So I'm just going, I'm just like getting an MBA on like a really slow schedule. Um, because like. Oh, but they're going to reimburse you for what you pay? They don't. So they, it's a, it's a fee waiver program. So you don't actually pay anything up front. So, so I, I pay like a hundred dollar, like one ninety five to take a class, to take a graduate level course. That's all you pay. So you pay $200 I pay $200 a class. Yeah. They're, so they cover the rest. So you're out of pocket for your MBA classes, essentially $200. Yes. yes. So they, they, it's amazing. And I was like, why am I not using this? So, um, yeah, a great yeah. program. So come work for the state of Tennessee, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pay for your MBA. Um, Okay, perfect. So that and that's so you pay two hundred basically three times a year. Yes, yeah, so six hundred total. Okay, so six hundred total. Let's put that as a one-time expense. Like we just escrow okay. that. Perfect. Yeah, I think that's a great thing to do. Okay, so four seventy-five for groceries. I have the MBA marks over on the side here. And so this is the this and, is the crazy thing, Barbara, is that we so we're we're doing all the renovations on our. We're pretty much we've pretty much been doing everything unless it's like, you know, like drywall or something like chase breaks down like shopping travel home food and drink and our home mm-hmm. budget is like quite fourteen hundred dollars is what we spent in january at home depot like i know this my furnace broke over the oh weekend no. um and it was 20 it's a brand new house well everything is brand new in it it's not a brand new house it's renovated and I called a I called like an hvac company because obviously I had people staying with me oh. people visiting so you know, yeah and it's like 20 degrees uh, um and it was a thousand dollars to like wait band-aid. i'm so sorry it was it's what? like not even a thousand dollars to band-aid it yeah essentially like it's not totally fixed i still have to like i was like i'm not spending that entire amount of money my dad's like you're getting ripped off and i was like what am i supposed to do literally he's like get a second i was like i have had not had heat for 48 hours like do you what like, yeah i'm not gonna not have heat I mean, I didn't want to spend a thousand dollars, but then you don't know if the next company is going to tell you the same thing or not. So I was like, well, I'm exactly do the, the yep. minor repair and then wait to do the major repairs so I can get some price quotes. But oh. when you're cold, you're like, yeah, you know, no, I'll spend that. But yeah, home, so home steps, that doesn't surprise me that that is the largest part of your, and budget. this is what, what we've been doing is, is like every, um, every paycheck of mine that comes through and I get paid on the 15th and the last day of the month is we put like a thousand dollars of my paycheck into like a house savings account. Um, so we have like that 2000 kind of like, like fun to just kind of like pull through 2000 a month. So with that though, like we, it's just, 
I think that I've just gotten to the point where I'm like, this is exhausting. Like I can't, like we're not, we're not saving anything. I just feel like we're constantly kind of like paying it out. And I like, we're renovating. So I, I get that that's normal, but I think that I've just like reached the point where I'm like, oh, this is just tiring. So like, if we could just have $20,000 and just finish, that would be so much more like a much more pleasant experience. Yeah. Just rather than dragging yeah. it out, just have the money. And yeah. So do you think with the 20, cause the other thing I'm thinking in my head here is if you're not, you could get the credit card paid off in a second mm. with your income. Yeah. It's it just that, that you're putting the money into the house to do the renovations with the 20,000. If you pull it from the home equity or from the refinance, it's not home equity. Um, would you, will that cover, do you think that will cover the rest of the renovations? Yeah. And then you're done. And then we're done. Yeah, I think that's, I definitely think that's the way to go because then what did they say? Did they give you a price for, or not a price? They give you the number for what the mortgage, print, you know, principal and interest insurance and taxes would be. My guess is it's going to be closer to like 1300 a month. Yeah, yeah. they they didn't like go through, because I didn't go through like the entire thing with USAA, but what we're paying right now, okay. I, I just kind of like added up like, like $300 onto that. So if it's, even if it's like $1,400 a month, like we would be, we would be fine with our income. That would still be like, what percentage? Of yeah, you'd have no issue with your income. So that's the, what I would do. And then what I'm thinking in terms of savings is the, since you've been setting aside, you've essentially been living on your husband's yeah. salary, you've been living on that 3000, um, you know, and a thousand from you and then 2000 a month has been going towards the house. So now let's say you've refinanced, so you're in a better position because you have a leaner mortgage, you have a lower interest rate, you've gotten the money to pay, all of the home renovations, then what I would do is I would take the 2000 that you were using for the home. And that's what I would use for investing for retirement. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Awesome. So you're just going to basically rejigger it. And it, you know, if there's some months where you can't do 2000, you have a vacation or whatever, that's fine. But if you, I mean, if you were saving, if you think about it, if you save $2,000 a month, that's $24,000 a year. Yeah. That's a lot of money. Yeah. So the, the way I would do it though, is not straight, just 2000 into the bank. So you can each do your Roth IRAs. So I would max those out, okay. which is going to be, I'm going to test my skills here. I don't remember. 6,000 because you're under 50. Mm-hmm. Yep. So then 12,000 total for both of us. Yep. So then 12,000 total for both of you. So then you both get a Roth. And then you can determine how you want to do it. Because it doesn't matter to me if it comes from your salary or his salary. But um, what you the other, so that's 12. That's half the number. Okay. So then the other thousand dollars um because right the first this the Roth is going to be post-tax and the other one my other suggestion so a thousand dollars a year between the two of you for to max both Roths which is post-tax the other thousand dollars you could split between the two of you and you could each do 500 a month into your respective work plans it'll lower your taxable income so you won't lose as much and then so Barbara this is so I'm I just switched over to a like a 401k Roth option in my okay. in my 401k plan so i still have like the majority of my assets are in the 401k like the traditional 401k um should i just should i use my traditional 401k in order to like it, should would that be better since i have this like roth going so this is so this is the argument and we and we do get some comments on this there is no right or wrong like some people argue that you should do 100% into the roth yeah uh, and other people I'm not, I love the Roth. It's my favorite. As long as you're doing Roth, I'm happy. Yeah. I don't think it needs to be a hundred percent Roth. If you want to have some tax break, like I've done, I've done both. I actually have all three. I have Roth, non-Roth, like, you know, regular investments. And then, you know, um, I have a lot in the pre-tax because I was working in New York city when I started my 401k at 22 okay. and I was losing, you know, federal so state much and city money tax. taxes. Yeah. So much 
me. I was like losing probably 35% in tax. So like the Roth didn't make as much. I just, I wouldn't have been able to afford it. So if you think you can afford it and do it in the Roth and then you're doing your 500 a month in the Roth at work and then you're doing your own Roth IRA outside of it, doesn't matter. Or you can then, you could do the opposite. You could do 1500 into the Roth, right? At work. Mm. Because you're allowed to do a higher contribution with the Roth 401k. You can do the full- 18,000. Yeah, 18,000. Yeah. So it's kind of a little bit of a personal preference there. It doesn't matter to me how you get to the number. Okay. Does that make sense? Yep. I want you to have Because to me, it's about your savings ratio and how much you're saving. If you think you can swing it and you don't need the tax break, that's fine. Or maybe you don't take the tax break and all of your money is Roth and then your husband does 500 a month and gets a tax yep. break. And you can always switch. You're not locked into any decision, yeah. right? You could say, okay, for the next few years, we just have the dog babies and the house is renovated and we can afford to do all of our 24000 in Roth at work yeah. and do it. Okay. And then let's say you go and have, maybe you have like a real baby, like a child, <laughs> a human baby down the road, not a real baby, sorry, a human baby down the road. It's too difficult. You know, you're not able to maintain that savings. Then switch, maybe switch to pre-tax rather than lowering okay. it because you have tax savings. Because yep. I'm more about savings ratio. How do you choose, how do you figure out your savings ratio, Barbara? Is it just like what you're saving divided by your income? Yeah. So it's basically the percentage of your income that you're saving. Okay. Right. So if you're making, you're saving $20,000 and you're making a hundred, then you're saving 20% of your income. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So we just want to increase our savings ratio. Yeah. A hundred percent. And you told them you have the, you don't have an, like your budget's really manageable. You don't really have any debt. You can easily wipe out, out that credit card in one month if you want it to. Yeah. It's just the whole things are kind of what is derailing your budget. So I love the idea of the refinance, lowering your the length of your mortgage, lowering your interest rate, and then getting the money you need to be done with the home renovations. And then you can get on track with your savings. So if you're doing 24,000, you're both grossing 52 and 62. Let's see here. So you'd be 114 and then you'd be saving. I can get you to, well, because you're already saving. How much are you saving? What percentage are you saving now? Because you're both putting in. Um. Oh yeah. No, I'm saving, I'm saving 10%. My husband is, is putting aside like a hundred dollars a paycheck into his. So it's, I think it's like four, I, I don't know the percentage. Um, and then we're not doing anything into my Roth IRA. Because if you're doing 10%, you're doing 5,200. And I just asked you to up it to plus 24,000. <laughs> so that gets you to 29,000. So this is where people meet. That's why it doesn't make that. I would have you like at like a 26% savings ratio, which is real high. I mean, real you're, you're high. really but, pushing for excellence, Barbara. You're pushing for excellence. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to be able to talk with me and hang out with me. <laughs> That's really what I I really just want friends when I retire. Oh my god. Really what I want to be. I don't want to be alone. I love it. I love it. Friends will see two jobs. So so okay. So then what would be a healthy because my so we haven't we've been like living sparsely for the past three years. And like we okay, so we we just picked a trip overseas to see some of my family. Um and these are like like I haven't met my niece and my nephew because they they live in England. And they like, you know, my niece is like four years old now. So we're trying to, oh, we're trying to incorporate and they're a great, they're a really great deal that you can get through Chicago. Like, but I'm, I, I guess I, I don't know, like break down like what we should shoot for because we do, we do want to put a ton towards retirement. We, we would love to put a ton towards like paying off our mortgage. We would love to put a ton towards having fun and that's, 
three tons. So like, it's not going to work. <laughs> right. Three tons. Here's what, here's what I would do. So maybe not, um, so maybe shoot for 20% overall between both of your gross okay. salaries. Cause I think that's a fun, it's a phenomenal number. Okay. Um, I wouldn't prepay the mortgage. You have a 20 year mortgage. I would, I would, I think you'd be better off using what you would have spent on prepaying the mortgage on vacations. You don't get the time back. Oh, you know? Barbara, you are the best. You are the best. <laughs> okay. Because I, I, you're going to have a really, I mean, the mortgage rate you're going to have, like, we're at historic lows. They haven't been like this in, you know, my dad's always just like, I wish my mortgage was that. Mine was 18. My dad, Barbara, so like, my just, dad, too, whenever I was, like, shopping around at banks, he was like, perspective. You're talking about, like, 4.5 versus 4.0. Like, I paid 18%. That is insane. Yeah, that super annoyed at me because I was like, I just really want 3.5. And he was like, I really wanted something under 18. Stop worrying about it. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, so if you did, if you, so I wouldn't worry about the mortgage. You're already going to be lowering yourself to a 20 year. It's leaner than a 30. So you, you already eliminate, you know, you're going to be paying a higher mortgage rate. So I wouldn't put any more money on the mortgage. Okay. I would use the money for vacation. Okay. Um, and then I would do, I would do, try and get to the 20% savings ratio, which is 22,800 a year based on your gross. Okay. Um, so you do, however you want to do it, I would definitely do at least the 12,000 into the, into the Roths. Um, and you can do that in your respective work plans. Your husband should also have a Roth option in his okay. 457. He might not, but he might, he sh- maybe will. Um, but you, if you get that to your overall target, how you get there, as long as you're doing, I would do 50% of the number Roth and the other 50% pre-tax or Roth, depending on how you feel budget wise. If you feel like the budget's too tight, then switch half of it to pre-tax. Okay. Cause then that'll give you more money for vacation. Okay. All right. Perfect. That sounds good. That makes sense. It is three tons that you want, like a ton of travel, <laughs> pay off the house on retirement. Right. So my way trying to meet all of your goals is to have some flexibility with the vehicles we're going to use. Right. Yeah. Hard to like hit a 10 on each one of your, if you were going to get a rating scale, it's hard to, you know, hit the entire retirement savings and get the house paid off and get the vacation. Right. It's just, usually you can't have it all at once. Yeah. So that's why I'm, I'm totally fine. And I haven't seen an issue in my work. If there's a split between retirement monies and pre-tax and post-tax, usually as long as you have the amount of money you need, you're fine. Okay. All right. Perfect. That makes sense. That makes total sense, Barbara. Yep. My husband's going to be so happy. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Yeah. So the key is going to be doing the refinance, getting the money out so that you can finish the home renovations, and then using what you were spending um, from that to put towards retirement. And you don't have to put the whole amount. So I would take a portion of that and set it aside for vacation and you can use some of it for school because that'll be the that one once a year 600 mm-hmm. okay perfect perfect and then as long as we were meeting that like to, like try like sh- get to the 20 percent. yeah if you're shooting for 20 and you know there's a year where you're going to go to england it's going to be a bigger expense and just lower you got lower yourself down a little mm-hmm. for one year and then go back to, you know if there's a year here and there where you do 15 instead of 20 but you're striving for 20 that's still great okay awesome we can do that we can totally do that. Does that sound good? That sounds really good. I get, I'm like competitive um, with numbers and like the whole uh, doubling, like you're supposed to, Team Topsy had it on her podcast of like, you're supposed to have one year of your annual income. Yes. yes. And I, I, 
Barbara, I wrote in a question and I was like, hi, like, does that mean like the equity in your house? And she, she like featured the question on her podcast and was like, no, that doesn't like, no, that doesn't. It just means like what you have in retirement savings. And I like looked at my husband and was like, we are so behind. We are so behind. So um, yeah, then this gives us a, a way you'll, to leverage up. Yeah. You'll, you'll go there within like probably a year and a half. Oh my gosh. Yes. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. So it's all just about rejiggering your finances. I think the refinances, I mean, you, that was your idea. So, I mean, that's a great idea in order to kind of get back on the track that you want. I'd call them like four times though, Barbara, because I'm like, is there something that I'm not thinking of? Like, is there like, you know, do I, do I not use that money? Like, do I keep a separate account for that money so that like tax season comes around and the IRS like knows I've only spent it on, we've only spent it on our home stuff or like I've had so many, I feel like it's such a big, it's a big step that I don't, I've been like um, hesitant to take that leap, but I think we'll just go ahead and take that leap. Yeah, I definitely think that we have the budget and I think that if we're doing it the right way and like paying for the renovations as you have the cash, which is great, but I think it'll be nice to get it all done and then free up your budget. Mm-hmm. Amen. Okay, cool. I can do that. Do that. All right, perfect. Okay, well, we will wrap this up for our listeners. So, thank you, Gracie, um, for coming on the show. And for our lovely listeners at home, you can follow us on Instagram. And if you like the pod, please rate and review us. We'd really appreciate it. And we are getting ready to launch uh, four new classes. Um, which you'll be able to find on www.planancial.com. And our uh, first class, Future Rich, named for the podcast, is on there and is free. So if you would like to take a overview of personal finance, it's 45 minutes. You unfortunately have to look at my face the whole time, but it has a really great workbook. So check it out. American Giant makes great clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, and more right here in the U.S. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order with code STAPLE20. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, code STAPLE20. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.